What up? It's your boy, Ilwin. You are now listening to the No Tea, No Shade Show. We got a jam-packed show for you. But first, you know we had to get into the fire tunes, right? Tap in with your boy. Let's go! Me and my partners on the radio is super live. Cranking up the tunes, they gon' bang us on the east side. First I play the jam, so you turn up, Illy, get it lit. When it hit the speakers, if you twerking, boo, don't quit. Hold up to the club real slow, with the lights off. Dancing on the table, if you sweating, take your top off. Brothers at the bar, sipping, passing that Hennessy. All she want for her birthday is goose egg. How you figure? I ain't pimping, they be jocking me. I ball hard, they wanna kick it like a soccer team. Like a pose, getting cheese, they ain't stopping me. Step out fresh, haters press, cause the team. What's popping, y'all? Welcome back to the No Tea, No Shade show. We have a couple segments for y'all. Queer Excellence, Say the Name, The Tea Room, Mo Health, and Tune It Up, and Bars in the Booth. And we're also going to find out what's going on with Stevie J and Faith Evans' child. So, here we go. But first, I would like to introduce the host of the show, Aqua Bree and Jay Fats. What's up? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another amazing week with my faves. Yes, what's up, everybody? Coming back for another week of the show. Excited to have you tune in and be blessed with some content that we have this week. So how y'all weeks going? You know what? I am having an okay week been some ups and downs but you know what you can always bounce back as long as you stay positive because it's all about manifesting so it's been going good oh my week has been a week that's just to say the least i hear that i hear that just in the midst of things so we're just gonna get right into the first segment and queer excellence irma tessa she came out she's an italian boxer um, she's a heavyweight and she was in the Tokyo Olympics last summer and she came out as queer. So shout out to her for being brave and letting the world know who you are, sweetie. Congrats. Yes, congrats for living in your truth, girl. Ain't nothing like being yourself and being free and being yourself. Yes, definitely say that. Love, I'm so happy. Definitely, like she, like Aquabri said, living your truth, be you, and congratulations on your medal. Definitely, it's great to see our representation all over the world. So that brings us to say their name. Nakai David, a 33 year old Black trans woman, was a model and social media influencer who inspired to one day own her own clothing boutique. Her friend, Ashley Banks, remembers her as being a sweet person, according to a news report. David had just celebrated her birthday a week before being fatally shot in Oakland, California on December 4th, 2021. Say their name. Say their name. Say their name. Chris Blehar, a 65-year-old white transgender woman was a beloved family member and friend. According to her obituary, 
Blehar was a former law enforcement officer for the United States Air Force and retired from United Continental Airlines. Blehar's cousin, Mark Stevens, said that she was an amazing mother and a wonderful person. She had so much love and brought a smile to many. She had a hilarious sense of humor that will live on through those that knew her. Chris Blehar. Say their name. Say their name. Say their name. All right. The next segment we're hopping into is the tea room. Yes, it is time for this tea. So everybody, y'all know I am ready to let out and let loose and give my opinion about some of these topics because they are piping hot today. (laughs) Okay. It, It shall be interesting this show well this uh tea room first and foremost before we get into the messy stories we wanted to send a condolences to nick cannon nick cannon shares that his youngest son zen cannon has passed away so we're sending our deepest condolences to him and Alyssa scott during this difficult time definitely much love um, prayers goes out to you. I know there's a lot that's been going on. And I know this as just an imagine as being a parent, especially as a child losing a parent. So the world roles being reversed and that situation with this child not even really getting to see the full life that it was able to really bring. But my heart and my prayers goes out to you too at this time. And I really just hope that y'all have a strong support system and know that your fans, family, and everybody is definitely there for you. Yes, definitely sending love and my condolences to uh, Nick Cannon and his family and um, positive energy and light. I can't only imagine what everyone is feeling and truly what everyone is going through, but just sending as much love and manifesting nothing but positivity during the these times for you guys sending our condolences rest in peace so that brings us to the first story and it's a hotel horror black china is involved in an investigation after claims that a woman was held hostage in a hotel room during a drug-filled party. The Sun can exclusively report. In a video exclusively attained by The Sun, a young woman burst out of the hotel room at a Sacramento Grand Hotel after Black China, who's 33, allegedly held her against her will. Um, Some of the quotes from Black China was, They said suddenly out of nowhere, China just yelled at her friend, shut the fuck up or she'll beat both of our asses. And I'm going to say Black China definitely did too many bumps at this party because this is some crazy shit. (laughs) What y'all think? I just feel like this is another cocaina in the beginning, uh, Juicy Smollett type of story. (laughs) Uh, Because what in the fuck? Um, Wow, I just that's not even the deep end. That's just a little bit off the sea, you know. That that's China. You kidnapping white girls? What's going on? You know that's a charge. (laughs) 
You look, you know, it's a charge just looking at it. Like you don't even got to do it. You know, you're going to jail. Like you do, you know, you're not, you cannot, if you be the first black person period to get out, if any charge against a white woman, like honestly in history, like <laughs> I, and I would love to see that shit. I'm here for it. So I'm, I'm going to be watching like this, the OJ Simpson trial. This is very, very interesting. This is very interesting, folks. This is this. You don't realize how important in history this case is. Now, I know that is it's upsetting that it had to happen. Of course. Yes. Um, but I still want to see history be made. That's all I have to say. So <laughs> this is what we're going to sit here and say about Miss Black China. One. If you don't leave them drugs alone, honey, let me tell you, you over here kidnapping white women. Do you not know you're going to get shot for dealing with this white woman? Like, I, I, I just don't understand what you're going through, girl. Like, you need some help. Like, girl, we will do everything for you. It helps in every situation. Like, I don't know if we need to sit here and get you some more Botox to sit here and stimulate the brain or what it is. Or maybe the Botox is the reason you can't think, but bitch, you kidnapped a white woman? Oh, that, I, I don't know. I, I just really don't know. This bitch is crazy, and I wish she would just stop making music and go set off in the island somewhere. Her and Kanye need to just become friends at this point. That booger sugar got a Mayweather punch. It is whooping the girl's ass. All this coke behavior in the tea room today. Child. Moving on. Oh. Jesse Smollett says he did cocaine, masturbated with alleged attackers. After a day of uncertainty, Jesse Smollett took the stand in the court case surrounding an alleged hate-filled attack against him in January of 2019. According to authorities, this attack was orchestrated by Smollett to drum up both press and sympathy. But throughout his testimony on Monday, Smollett asserted that he was a victim and did not organize the attack, though he knew both brothers and executed it. This was not a hoax. So in his testimonies, he was talking about bathhouses and doing bumps at these bathhouses, uh, masturbating. It was like a whole freaking scandal. And it had nothing to do with the case. I don't know why he shared this information, but Jesse is out here letting the bug sugar whoop his ass too. Because this is some foolishness. Okay. Let's just let this man have it. Because he's making the rest of us look bad. Like you said, this bugger sugar. Sir, I'm going to need you to put it down. Step away. And get your life. Because you were on a roll. Like, I could have even seen you in Pose. If this shit would have never happened. And seeing how both, like, Pose picked up. Like, you really just ruined your career over a fucking nut and a bump. Like, bitch, you couldn't just let him toot it up real quick and just call it a day? Like, what did you do to this African man for him to do this? Because, bitch, if you stage this, you need to be the new director for Young and the Restless, bitch, because you are giving all soaps over here. I feel like 
the phenomenal words of Rick James, cocaine is a hell of a drug, okay? And that's really what it comes down to about both of these situations. I feel like it's the, it's the scandalousness for me. It's the, the deceit, the trickery, the, the Joanne behavior is all encapsulated. I just feel like Jussie, is that how you say Jussie, you know, whoever, uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, respect. But it's interesting to see how, you know, you are once this phenomenal, very talented um, actor that a lot of people looked up to, that had a very household name, a very big hold on, the entertainment industry at one point, like in the in the prime of his career. And then to just now be this man that is going through this judicial system case because he was high on coke. Like, damn, that's crazy. But you know, it's no judgment because life happens and a lot of, you don't really know what transpired. I think that you've seen in the news in between, he was upset about not getting certain part, certain parts because people were discriminating against him. Um, but, you know, still, it doesn't really necessarily mean that you have to, you know, go that way or fly off the deep end, you know. But, hey, um, I, I don't really want, want to know if I really want to see the ending of this case because it's, it's like, dang, you, you were very, you're a very great person. And to see this is not, it's, it's just it's hurtful because you you better than that and I know that the world can see that because you you was in a prime at one time. I find the situation comical. Like reading the transcripts and some of his quotes of what he was talking about, it was ridiculous. Um how he was talking about um Lee Daniels called him fat and that's why he got the trainers, why he met up with the Africans. And then how he would do a blunt a day and ride around in his car. He used to uh, ride around and smoke blunts with the brothers and just all of the escapades around the story that has nothing to do with the story. But I guess he was trying to give context of how he knew them. But I feel like he went into way too much detail that we didn't need to know. So for that being said, I could see this being like some lifetime movie or some shit like it's so ridiculous like in the just the stories it's it's interesting but it's crazy and i can't lie i would like to see somebody make this into a movie and it's just this is live you heard it first here on no tea no shade jesse smollett found guilty on all five counts live update from cnn so they lock you up, girl. It's wow. You're going to have more stories in prison. Getting them cheeks clapped. Baby, oh, I mean, he already God. used to it, so I guess it ain't no problem. I mean, two, two boo-boos. But it's not that I don't have sympathy for him, but it's just you made up this whole extravagant story. Like, you did this to yourself. Yes, and it was national news. Like everybody heard about that. It was on CNN and everything. 
But you know what? I will say this. I, like you said, you might not have as much sympathy, and I can agree with that. But you know what? Being in a limelight, I can only imagine what was going through his head. And I guess trying to probably end up saying, shit, I'm getting fat. Then I'm not going to sit here and be as popping anymore. With that being said, now I got to keep myself relevant. And that goes back to my whole thing about what people will do. People will do anything for likes and shares and relevancy if you don't have relevancy and love for yourself you shouldn't really care about what these other motherfuckers think or say about you as long as you can do your job as you were doing and as well as you were doing it and now look at you it's just like damn bitch you want to hit rock bottom like that please have a strong comeback because you just destroyed your family's uh, legacy with this shit well, technically, we do know what was going through his head. Cocaine. He was high as a fucking kite. Only a only a cokehead could come up with an idea like this and think it would work. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is very true. Like that was coke yeah, behavior, and honestly, <laughs> maybe j- jail will rehabilitate him, and he will come back and redeem himself. But that three year bid, they probably gonna have him in protective custody or some shit or not with the public who knows but that's not that long but i don't know what's going to happen maybe he'll be on probation who knows but he needs to learn from this well now you can properly have a train ran on you you know wow. what? Uh, oh my gosh okay next topic what what is it <laughs> <laughs> no tea, no shade. I'm just being. I'm like, hey, I, I, why not poke the bear? Why not? Why not poke the bear at this time? But I mean, at the end of the day, I really do hope he comes back with a strong game and can really put himself back on the top and get some really heavy roles and finally get out there and tell your story and have a beautiful comeback. Look at Britney Spears. I guess it can happen for everybody as long as you feel like you can manifest it for yourself. And and to be completely honest, I don't think he needs jail time. Like, I feel like he does need to be in some sort of probation, some sort of rehabilitation, because clearly he's on drugs. Like, if he was white, they would be putting him in rehab and uh-huh. so feeling so such a sympathy party for him. But because he's black, it's different. And I, yeah, I will... Gay, put, like he said. Mm-hmm. And so I will take that into consideration, too. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he deserves jail time, but he does need right. some sort of uh, repercussions for his actions. Definitely agree. Just what you said, that, and just to touch on this, because I know we already touched on it before in a previous episode, but with you bringing that up, that goes to the fact of, <clears throat> prime example, this whole cow case, how he just got off on killing two people and injuring three, and that clearly just showed white privilege. And now Jesse, who, oh, we got to show him as this big star, so we're going to put him in jail. But this young white boy who mom, I definitely want to put all the majority of the blame on, took him to this goddamn rally with a fucking gun. So all this shit, it it, it literally proves to what you just said. Amen, amen. I agree with that 100%. Why is it that this white boy can get away scot-free for killing, did you say two people, I think it was? 
and injuring three. Like, yes, that is correct. What the fuck? Mm. Uh, Jesse Smollett, who only injured himself, is going to fucking jail? No. <laughs> right. Um, he ain't even do nothing but just lie. And this dude really killed people. What exactly. He's, he's literally has no remorse. None. And it's disgusting. And our, our our justice system is some bullshit. We should be really trying to rehabilitate people and hold people accountable. But that's not happening. Like, it is white privilege because of this situation. And that's a perfect example of that. So I agree with you, Jay Fats. Definitely. And I didn't mean to cut you off early, earlier, but Josie Smollett is Smollett. I can never say his name right. But anyway... He half white too, so it's just like, why you can't give him half them charges, you know, or at least? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's be fair, okay? He's only half, all right. So, <laughs> but it's it's still shameful how a white man can walk away scotch free for literally. So L.A. Reid wants to see Mariah Carey go hit for hit against Beyonce. Versus continues to do big for the culture. We've seen some of the best Black entertainment grace the stage and go head to head, performing some of their biggest hits from Gucci Man versus Young Jeezy, to Stephanie Mills versus Shaka Khan and Three Six Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony, which was a hot ass mess. So, is that something y'all would like to see? Do you agree with LA Reed? So, in my opinion, it would be cute just because it would bring in numbers. And I feel like that's more so of the reason why he threw that out there. But if we're really talking about hit-wise, no, that is not a great competition. That's, like, not a great uh, matchup at all. Um, in my opinion, I would rather see Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, Beyonce and Rihanna. Um, those would be the way I would like to have it set up. And I would really enjoy that. And it would still bring in numbers as well. And I've just been thinking about a whole bunch of different matchups that they can do or new school versus old school, however. But it, it, yeah, that ain't great. And then I've been seeing some of the Twitter comments and people are like dragging Beyonce, but then you got people dragging Mariah and dragging L.A. Reid. And I'm just like, you know what? Y'all motherfuckers got too much time in the day to sit here and keep bringing it on and just keep carrying it. It's one thing to leave a comment, okay. But y'all going back and forth, back and forth about shit. Like, who has the time for that? Bitch, go get a dollar. Go make a coin. Get a bag. Or or do something else. Put your legs up in the air if that's how you get your bag. But do something. Get Stop. Uh-oh. J-Fat snapping. But honestly, I agree um, with you. It's I feel like it would definitely bring in numbers, like Elwin said. It would definitely be entertaining, to say the least. I would like to see that. You know, I think that it would be not even to compare them, but I think that they both may hold their weight on their own. They've been in the game for a long amount of time, both. 
I mean, so they have nice vocal range, but um, I do feel like it would be a really, really good thing to see. And I do think that they are both to be respected in doing both of their things. And like I did see, it said like Mariah Carey owns Christmas. I definitely agree because you don't hear a lot of Beyonce solo Christmas. You hear Destiny's Child, you know, that was like a group thing, but Mariah Carey is a heavyweight in that. And I just feel like, you know, our respect to be owned. And I haven't seen as many of, of the other verses, but the one I did see was where Gucci is very disrespectful and it was very, very funny, but I mean, yeah, I would definitely love to see that. And I think that both women are very talented and it's something to see. L.A. Reed, you sassy, bald troublemaker. Fuck you, first of all. Keep both these women's names out your mouth. And that's on Purdue Chicken. You raggedy How dare you? You caused havoc within these two communities that was minding their business. All this week, all I seen was shade and drama. Like I, if you don't know, I am in the Beehive. I love Beyonce. But Mariah and Beyonce are friends. So I don't even think they would engage in a conversation like this or even do something like this. If they were to do something, it would probably be for charity. Ellie Reed, how about you worry about paying TLC? How about that? Won't you and Pebbles go give those girls that money that y'all robbed them blind from? And y'all got T-Bobs walking around with this crazy symmetrical cut. F*** you, Ellie Reed. And I mean that for my Shonda. Okay, you just snapped today, Ilwin. I mean, okay, all humanity has went out the window. He caught a ball. Throw them balls. I just, I just feel like it was that was a, it was messy. It was really messy. Even as a Beyonce stand, I, I just, I don't feel like they're even peers. That's Beyonce's OG. And she has respect for her. So I just feel mm-hmm. like it was unnecessary. And I found it to be catty and calculated. Fuck him. I was even thinking, like, even though I feel like it would be something because they're both very talented, I agree. Like you said, maybe it would be better if they would do that for something for charity. I could very much see them doing something like that. But also, I feel like even if Aaliyah was here, I feel like that would be a better matchup because she was just as big and she's more of in the tenure of Beyonce in the same time. But I mean, you know, like you said, Mariah is OG to Beyonce. She very much respects her. So I don't know, you know, I'm just, I'm here for the, for the hits and to hear the talent. I want to hear it all. Somebody else that's here for the hits is Tristan Thompson who allegedly, because <laughs> allegedly he be hitting that and tearing it up, but allegedly he sent Uh-oh. threatening text messages to a woman accusing him of fathering her child. She also reportedly just gave birth to the baby boy. Mm-mm-mm. Tristan Thompson's alleged text message to Nicholas reads as follows. You know how I feel. My feelings haven't changed at all. 
won't be involved at all. By the way, I, BTW, if you think having this baby is going to make you some money, it's completely wrong. You're aware that I'm retiring after this season. So the terms of support, it will be whatever is required monthly for someone who's unemployed. Sorry for that um, hooked on phonics reading, but you get the point. I, I was like how y'all just was talking about the Mariah, uh, the Mariah, the B. Um, everyone talking crap and yada yada. Like I've seen something on Twitter about Jordan saying, "Now y'all was mad at me for what?" And I just. <laughs> she did say that she had the broom, okay? And there's no judgment because, like, what, why was y'all messing with that girl? Y'all know this man was gonna do what he was gonna do anyway. What? Oh, it's just crazy. But just to hear this, is it is it really a surprise? But also, we we see what happens to the men of color when they are in the household of. Kardashian. Okay, I, and I I want to say that there was one person that was able to get out maybe halfway, and that's Reggie Bush. You know, but you know, I, I don't know. You know, maybe Ray J too. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> we got Blake Griffin. You know, for the. He did the one month, like he didn't even, he said, you know what, I'm out. That albino man got out of Dodge. Okay, he said, I dunk, okay, I already know to block this, okay, and that's, that was phenomenal, for real, for real, and I don't think that he gets enough respect. (laughs) But, LOL, I mean, I'll say LOL, but... (laughs) I just, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised to hear about Tristan' behavior and him doing this to Chloe, and yet having her in the media look and feel this way. Um, I feel like when she forgave him, quote unquote, it was her thing to maybe do this out of spite to, like I said, Jordan. Because at the time, I feel like she knew that Jordan was Chloe's friend. I mean, uh, Kylie's friend and yada, yada, yada. And she was just like, oh, I can't believe somebody close to me, yada, yada. So it was just like even more of the I'm going to forgive him and make this work. But now it's like he was really taking back the same stuff. And now you're in the media. Now he got a, he got a baby out of this um, this time. But, you know. Kudos to you, girl. Hope it all works out. Uh, know you want to get the championship ring. So he's a fuck boy, fuck boy. I'm sorry. Like, I have to give Jordan all the sparks for all the shade that she just threw for that one post. Like, bitch, I wasn't really mad because I really didn't know Tristan like that. I just knew he dated Chloe. And I love Chloe, but this new Chloe, bitch, I can't really fuck with her. Give me old Chloe and we can go do some things. But this bitch, this new, I want to be a Kardashian girl for real, for real. 
you gonna get whatever you deserve. This man has already shown he's a fuck boy. He fucked around with your fucking sister's best friend. Like what? Bitch, that's too close to the fucking family. You kick it with this bitch. Y'all go to parties together and probably even conduct a business together with her being your sister's best friend. So if he is bold enough to sit and hit on her, what makes you think this nigga is not still putting his dick out here and you forgave him you want to be with him? I understand having a family because I come from a two-parent home, but every situation ain't meant to be like that. If that man want to be single and keep sticking his dick in Tom, Dick, and Harry, and, and Barb, let him go do that. You be a free man over there. Maybe we are soulmates, but just not in this time, because I've seen people who've been together and get back together later on and have the best relationship in the world, but this man... He's that is a little literally definition of a fuckboy in the dictionary with his face. Like, boop, Google, Tristan Thomas. That's your definition. I don't know what else to tell you at this point. So, Jordan, you get all, all the tens in the world for me for that. Chloe looks like the cat in the hat. Uh, wait, where did that just come from? She just looks extra feline these days. I miss. OG Chloe. I don't know what's Thank going on with Christmas. her. I don't know what's going on with her, but this isn't about her. This is about Tristan Thompson. And he's a hoe. She clearly knows he's a hoe. And I don't I don't get why she's still with this man. I don't get why he is telling this girl he'd rather be unemployed and ha- ain't have no money for the baby like at the end of the day nigga if you're gonna be out here laying it low and spreading it wide you can at least raise these children being your kid's life that's not cool at all like step up and be a man you can step up in the pussy and leave your kids there for her to babysit but now you can't take care of the fucking bond i can't i, I agree with you there yeah like you said, he's Definitely. a fuck boy. So, speaking of fuck boys, Stevie J and Faith Evans reportedly asked the judge to deny Stevie J's request for spousal support. So, basically, Stevie J wants spousal support, and Faith Evans had the court be like nah I don't think so not on my watch not on my watch you will not take my coins <laughs> for real okay I just wanted to bring up Stevie J and Faith Evans I just had the whole breath take out of me from that whole comment I'm sorry Stevie 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 um you stupid. This was a scam. This was a setup. This is a con artist move. That nigga is back in all this child support. He knew Faith have all these royalties, all this money and shit going for her. He, this is the perfect con job. And Faith said, uh-uh, bitch. I'm from the Bronx, bitch, or somewhere in New York. Uh-uh, we not doing this shit, bitch. Uh, nigga, you didn't put nothing into this. I'm gonna need you to go back to the road, take that Atlanta uh, scamming shit somewhere else and go to hit them bricks in uh, Miami back with Jocelyn so y'all can sit here and be coked out again. Damn. Do it like it's your B-Day. Baby. 
Baby. She told him. Baby. Honestly. <laughs> Man, I'm not surprised because it, it just all makes sense because it's just like, was y'all, I was really in love and y'all was really doing all of this. It was what happened. You feel me? Like, mm-mm. but you know, like you said, the man is from Atlanta. He gonna do what he gonna do. Yeah, um, not much you can do with that at that point. But you know, fame girl, lock your coins down. Do all you need to do. Put the bobby pins in. Change the codes, the locks, all of it. You know, and I'm wishing you well through all of this. Um, you know, um. Hopefully you ain't signed nothing you ain't need to, but he the one got the tattoo I seen. So I you good on that, okay? As long as you didn't get one too. No, I'm, just, I'm just playing, but yes, it's, it's unfortunate though that you do have men who pry on women or, I mean, not pry, but prey on women when they know that she may be in a circumstantial situation that may help uplift them and it's just like if you really wanted to be equal with her maybe you could have been something together and be in a partnership versus you thinking that you can use her and step up to get yourself somewhere on her where you really are going to end up in the end crumbling down and you know her father because you can't you can't use everybody everybody is not a tool and it, not anyone is not a tool I don't want to say everybody but no one is a tool so you can't objectify people in that way so I'm wishing Faith all the best in this situation regardless of anything um, and yeah hope she keep her coins and is able to put out some, a good album after this situation I want to hear it just like how we be sitting here saying Telling bitches to step their pussy up. I guess he was trying to step up his beefcake. Ah! <laughs> LOL. Faith was like, damn, niggas trying to stick me for my paper. Damn. For real. But speaking of beefcake, Tyra Banks. <laughs> I'm just playing. That don't have nothing to do with Queen Tyra Banks, but Takara Jones defends Tyra Banks at mid backlash for paying America's Next Top Model contestants $40 a day. So basically, Takara jumped in it and was like, nah, it's a contest, so there's no payments. I mean, what do people pay to be in contest or get paid to be in contest. The whole purpose of the contest is to win a prize. You know what I'm saying is for exposure. So she jumped to her defense and Takara is from where I'm from, Dayton. Shout out to Takara. You dig? So what y'all think about that? I think it was real shit. Like, and I'm being honest, like, if I'm not famous and I'm trying to become famous in some type of entertainment industry and whatever, it can be fashion, music, 
producing art, whatever it is. Like she said, if you're entering into a contest, you know that you're taking a gamble. It is a fucking gamble. So therefore, no, you should not be getting paid. These aren't real gigs that you're doing. You're just getting exposure. So basically, that is your payment. You're being on a big national screen where everybody is seeing you. You're giving representation to these people. Now, you're putting yourself out there. Now, the way that you conduct yourself can get you in a whole bunch of doors. Because a lot of the women end up being groomed to be really great models, but end up fucking themselves because of the backlash or the shit talking or just how they carry themselves on TV. So it's just like, I don't want to work with you. So that already puts your career in jeopardy. So Takara is right. Bitch, you got what you got. This is the contest. We're here to win the money. You don't get paid like this. We ain't famous. This is like being on Celebrity Big Brother, bitch. We we ain't nobody's. So yeah, Takara, she stepped up and said something, bitch. Now look at her. One of she was the very first what plus size urban model, and look what her career has gotten her. And now she's a businesswoman. So, girl, go have several seats somewhere in the corner. So I definitely agree. Like, and shout out to Takara, you know, being from the home. But yes, you like Jay Fat said, you guys are in a in a competition, like you're in a contest. So it's like you are taking the risk. You know what you signed up for when you signed up for it, literally. You know, you had to sign some in, some NDAs and all of this shit. So, don't act brand new years later or try to make it seem like, oh, yeah, it was terrible. Like you said, you, people know who you are. Years later, you have gained so much exposure. Like you, if, if you were able to repurpose yourself and, you know, maybe, you know, take whatever from that and excel. But I feel like even getting $40 a day, that's that was something. That's a lot of money back then. When you think about it, this was years ago. So. $40 then was different to what $40 is now. And they had to pay for food. Like they still had enough money to get food and maybe even get them something with $40 back then. This was a couple years ago like that. Okay. Like, yeah, wow. But, you know, I also think that it's just now that times have changed, society is real stuck on the fact that people deserve more and it's a lot that goes into this and et cetera, et cetera, which is understood, but like it's very respectable and commendable of Takara to take a stand in this situation because like she said, like it was a competition. It was something that you they signed up for. So you knew what you was going into when you when you went into it. So you know, big ups to her and, you know, put some respect on the competition. And I also feel like this will also shed another positive light on her character. I've always liked her. And, you know, I feel like, you know, bosses got to do boss shit. And that's if you got to say something about something, then that's just what you got to do. So big ups to her in this situation. And, you know, she still made that money and she made history as well, like Ilwen said. She was one of the first uh, plus-size models on the show. And, you know, and people still know, and she's notable for that. So, yes, congratulations to you, girl, still. Yes. Go to Cara, Ohio. <clears throat> yes, I definitely agree with both of y'all. Um, I think a lot of the times when people look at these 
shows and shit, they are just under the wrong impressions and don't understand that a lot of it is smoke and mirrors. Like, you're not about to be getting $2,000 an episode to do a contest that just don't even make sense. And I agree with everything y'all said. Um, and it was exposure for y'all. It's all how you play the game. Look at Eva Marcel, um, Takara. Um, who else was on that show? That Winnie Harlow. Shout out to Winnie. Uh, people who were memorable on that show and made their name in entertainment. So it is a way where you can make it benefit you from that exposure and $40 a day, especially back then, like you were saying, Aqua Brie, that that's a good amount of money, especially for unknown talent. But I, I, I can also see how now people are like, Oh, they need to begin pay more. This is like, that's really fucked up. But at the same time, it's really based on exposure and winning the competition. You can't expect to people on star search. I'm sure they wasn't getting paid to go on star search and be take place of star search. I'm not thinking they making a lot of money or the people on American Idol, you know, or so you think you can dance. I think it's they're getting into a competition for exposure. They might get a little money, but it's not, you know, the big bucks child i was just ranting lord knows about what but jasmine sullivan apologizes to fans who weren't able to purchase tour tickets Woo! some folks don't have a care in the world but up in their pockets for profit it seems like that's the case with resellers who took over jasmine sullivan's tour ticket sales Tickets dropped from hotels tour on Friday, but within minutes, many of the locations sold out. After fans began complaining on Twitter, the artist took time to address the situation via her Instagram story. I want to address what's happening with my tour tickets. The reality is these are regular people who purchase tickets and are reselling them for a profit. It's not right. But that's what's happening. According to Jasmine, her team has no control over the purchase because they don't know these people. However, Jasmine clarified that these resellers are the reason why venues in seven cities were swamped for larger spaces. Jasmine and her team plan to release more tickets for her fans. So I know Jay Fats is a huge Huge is an understatement. Huge fan of Jasmine Sullivan. How do you feel about this? It took me maybe a couple of days to finally get my composure back, but I'm really hurt. And I know it's not her fault because you can't stop people who are doing that. That's just like scalpers. Like, in that situation, it's fucked up. And I bet in her mind, even though she has got all these accolades this year so far from this EP slash album, but it's so crazy that she had to go through this and then like damn like my real fans couldn't see me so now i am getting to that point in my 
in my career that oh shit, like I am getting more notoriety. No, excuse me, more notoriety, and also I gotta start booking bigger venues if I'm selling out like this. Like I'm really hurt because I really want to go. I'm just shouting it out there, Jasmine. If you hear this, I live in Dayton, Ohio. I would like to go to the Cleveland or the Cincinnati show. Really, the Cincinnati show, but I will take Cleveland because that is my hometown. But Cincinnati's closer. If you can give me a VIP pass, I know you're probably not doing meet and greets because of COVID, and that's fine. We can be seven feet away. I just want to see you. I've already seen you once in concert. I don't know. I felt like we locked eyes, and I acted a whole fool at your show when you was in Indiana um, with uh, Marsha Ambrosia. It's something about you. Your music really touched home, and it's sad. It's not sad. It's it's just crazy that you don't know how many people you really touch. To see everybody at the Soul Train Awards stand up and cry and give you the round of applause that you deserve. And everybody in the industry knows who you are. Not even just because of you got the biggest fame, but everybody in the industry really respects you. And you really see that now. And I'm trying not to cry because I really want to see you and I really love you. I want to... I just want to meet you, but it's fucked up. I hope they can do something soon because my pockets ain't built to pay them um, general admission tickets. If I'm going to pay that amount, I want to be front and center. I want to be able to feel your sweat drip off your face. And please wear that shimmery outfit again with that bob because you was killing it in Indiana, but I know you ain't going to do that again. But I'm just saying, I'm there. I'm supporting. I love you. If I can get the tickets, I will. But I will really like a VIP pass. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Say that about the VIP pass. And say that about feeling the sweat if I pay that much. Because I definitely feel the same about that. But, Come on. I just um, had to throw my shot. Okay. And ain't nothing wrong with that. But I definitely agree. Um, I love Jasmine Sullivan. And I definitely upset to hear that she was in the media in this type of light, especially with, I know that everyone probably seen that she recently, you know, picked up some awards, such as Soul Train Awards. So I'm really glad that she got the accolade she deserved. So I feel like it's, it's putting her in a, a very fruitful position, but also it does come with a lot of, you know, negative where, you know, people will buy your tickets to, and resell them to the point where people can't buy them who really wants to come and see you and may have been long-term fans like, you know, Jay Fats and, you know, us here, no Tino no Shay. But it's really unfortunate because she is very, very talented and I feel she like she has a gift that everyone needs to hear. And she does make her tickets affordable like she came to Dayton a couple of times and it's never been very any you know way out of let me get my words together it's never been too expensive or out of pocket where you're you had to say wow I cannot do that and live my regular life you know so I feel it's I don't know it's heartbreaking because she is a very genuine performer in person. You could tell through her music. So the fact that people are, I feel like, playing with her musical gift by, you know, messing with her ticket sales and, you know, 
it's unfortunate, but regardless, she has enough talent to see this through. And, you know, it just means she's just that big to to have to experience this. So, girl, you got this in a bag. You're about to get more bags and you release more tickets. So the bag is bigger. So, yes, I definitely want to reiterate that, you know, we are Ohio bound, you know, Cincinnati, uh, you know, Cleveland show, you know, something like that would be good, you know, but I'm, I'm here for it. So, yes. I definitely agree with both of y'all. Um, I would love for JFATS to get this VIP, <laughs> VIP pass, but it is unfortunate when scalpers do stuff like this and resell it and real fans that wanted to spend their hard on money on a ticket is getting screwed to pay a whole bunch of money to go see a show. But I do think it's dope that her and her team are going to put some tickets out there for her fans to be able to see her. And I thought that was a really good gesture. And I would love to see Jasmine, too, just putting that out there. And hopefully, God willing, from my mouth to God's ears. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And that is the end of the tea room. JFast, were you going to say something? I, I, I just want to make sure it gets broadcasted. That you hear this, because I need this. I, I just need this. Everybody share, like. Somebody get to her team, make her hear this. I'll even tag her in the next episode. I mean, when we post this or something, but I I, I just need you to hear this, okay? Can you please give me passes to see your show? Okay. It's a campaign. Get JFATS to Jasmine 2022. Let's do it. So... It is time for more health. Okay, so, you know, I'm Aqua Bree, a.k.a. Mo2Cap, and I'm going to be hosting today's Mo Health segment. So, I'm going to be honest, you know, I've been going through some blues, so preparing for today's segment has been really challenging. So, I just want to let people know, you know, that regardless of what you're going through, um, always find the positives and things because it's it's easy to accept the negatives when it's hard for you to feel like it's something better that exists through that or that's going on around that. It's it's really hard to accept and see those things when you're so used to feeling like you're being kicked down or you pushed and shoved but you know it's okay and I'll be okay because that means you get to be an okay other than before so I just wanted to share those words and give out some encouragement and if you want to please feel free to reach out to us on the show um share some words of encouragement and love and light on any of our social media pages 
um, and we will be more than happy in reciprocating that. So, um, multi cat, aka awkward green, and that concludes today's no hack segment. Yes, yes. Now it's time to tune it on up, J Facts. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to you know. Tune it up with your boy J Fats here today. So, since I got some good feedback for what I did last week, I'm going to definitely continue doing this a little bit more, but still switching it up with the reactions to songs and everything. So, this week, what I wanted to do is just like I did for Jasmine, and we're going to put a playlist out for your girl SZA. SZA has been making her name in the streets this year, besides Jasmine and Summer Walker. For the R&B girls, SZA has been making a true name. So SZA had actually released a song on the main platforms this week called I Hate You. And when I tell you, SZA does her thing. So I Hate You remains at the number one on U.S. Spotify charts with now 1 million, 1.100, I'm sorry, with 1.1 million streams in the last six days at number one. SZA, when she puts music out, that bitch does do numbers. So I have to give her a hands down and I will say, I really do love SZA and I'm happy that she's worked on her live performance and it's much better than it was when she first came out. And that has brought me a little bit more closer to her. So SZA, congratulations, continue making yourself better, continue to strive for the best, continue putting out great music for your fans because I am becoming more of a bigger fan as it is. And I love a great live performance. And that was my only thing that was really missing from you. So thank you for giving me that and showing me that you can step your pussy up. So with that being said, we're going to drop a little bit of the tune of I hate you, and with five other songs that I definitely feel are great songs that should be listened to if you're a true Scissor fan. So it's your boy, Jay Fats, and what do we do? Tune it up. Yes, Scissor. So that brings us to Bars in the Booth. Um, in honor of Nicki Minaj's birthday, that was yesterday. I believe um, I wanted to play one of her songs that I liked um, that I feel is underrated in her catalog. Um, unpopular opinion. I, I do like her. I know a lot of people don't, but I feel like you should give people their flowers while they're still alive. So happy birthday, Onika. I'm going to play looking ass nigga. All I, all I know is there should be no reason. Look at y'all niggas. All I know is there should be no reason. Niggas. All, I, all I know is this should be all I know. Look at y'all niggas. All I know is this should be no reason. All I know. Niggas. You know. And you know. Look at why. No Look at y'all smoking ass niggas after every pull niggas start choking ass niggas. You know why. Nigga, nigga. All, all I know is this Look at y'all bitch ass niggas. Stop lying on your dick ass niggas. You know why. Nigga, nigga. All, all, I, all I know is this 
Look at y'all looking ass niggas, stop looking at my ass ass niggas. Look at y'all lying ass niggas, talking about his paid off for this fine ass line ass nigga. Bunch of non mogul ass niggas, frontin' like they got a plan, boost mobile ass nigga. Nigga, nigga, look at y'all, can't get a job, so you plotting how to rob ass niggas. I ain't got a check for y'all, but if I'm a check for y'all, I'ma need a check from y'all niggas. I don't want sex, give a fuck about your ex, I don't even want to text from y'all niggas. I'm raping you niggas, look at this pic, look at what the fuck I gave to you niggas. Ain't feeling these niggas, niggas with my time, call me Clinton, I'm feeling these niggas. Look at y'all sharing one bottle in the club, one bottle full of pub ass niggas. Look at y'all not having game ass niggas, y'all niggas share chain ass niggas. Same cup in the hand ass nigga in the club with a credit card scam ass nigga. No dick in the pants ass nigga, I'll be damned if I fuck a non man ass nigga. I would, I would, I would, I would never fuck a non man ass nigga. I would never lie, even if that nigga flew me and my bitches all the way out to Dubai. Pussy, you tried. Pussy ass nigga, you lied. Pussy ass nigga, you high. Bitch, I'm me. Hundred on the wrist, I ski. Off on the wall, I ski. Fuck who's deep. Look at you fake dope dealers. No real niggas that be moving weight in them villas. Talking about keys, say his keys in the van, but he really moved grams and he split it with his man. So that brings us to the end of the show. Anything y'all want to leave the people with? It's your boy. And I know I've been saying the same thing over and over, but you know what? You got to manifest what you believe in. And with this last year being the way it has been for me, at this point, the only thing I can do is manifest. So what I'm saying is, once again, new content will be dropping next year, and I hope everyone likes it. There's going to be a lot of things that I want to do, and I really hope y'all can support your boy and definitely shoot, show love. Definitely like, share, subscribe to No T No Shade, but follow your boy here on Facebook, Fats underscore excuse me and it's j fats well j underscore fat 30 on instagram and i'm working on some other things so definitely be looking out yes definitely make sure that you are tuned in uh to no tea no shade across all social media platforms uh we definitely have more things in the work coming soon so please be looking out for those things um as Jay Fat said, he has his own things that are coming out um, as well as I do. We all have things going on individually and collective. So just be sure to look out for the, for that. Um, check out Aquasol and also our social media. Um, you know, so I guess that concludes what I have to say for this show. But, you know, make sure that you're remaining peaceful and doing what you need to do and drinking your water. And now it's getting cold outside, so making sure you're staying warm and getting your tea and cough drops ready and, you know, your tissues because that cold be making your nose run. So, yes.
Um, I just want to say thank you to the Academy. Of course, God, um, my mother, my sister, my nephew, um, my my kings, my lovers. I also want to thank, did I say God already? Jesus, Beyonce. Thank you, Beyonce, for everything that you have done in your life. You truly are one of a kind. Unforgettable. Um, I also would like to thank Twinkies. I just ate a Twinkie and it was fire. Also, alkaline water. Yes, you get me together every time. And y'all have a wonderful weekend, okay? Turn up for me, but be safe. Peace. I be so sick of you niggas, you contradicting I be so bold myself, can you come and fuck me? I feel so ordinary, so bring you around me Treat me like all the right, wear me out Arguments, you air me out Tripping about your whereabouts I can't keep no conflict with you, boy, can we just rub it out? I don't want no sadness with you, you know you my plug And I can't shake this habit, no Hopping out, baby Every reminiscence Heavy on the missing you Wish it was different than what it was Oh, I've been down, baby No one's seen the lie of us No one's seen no finding us I've been down, baby And if you wonder if I hate you Like this, what I would do to make you feel just like this. And if you wanted, if I hate you, shitty of you to make me feel just like this. What I would do to make you feel just like this. Used to be too solid till you scramble me. Used to be your rider, you meant to handle me. Used to be non violent till you ambush me. Now I'm at your violent with you. Silent treatment, that means no permission Missionary getting boring, can you switch positions? Hard to say your soul, you don't ever listen, no, no I've been down, baby Every reminiscing Every on the missing you Wish it was different than what it was oh, I've been down, baby Lost in the lie of us
It's different when I'm sitting here alone all by myself It's different when I think you might be with somebody, yeah It's different, it's different, it's different, it's different, it's different, it's different This shit
never going back. No, you can't make me. Never going back, never going back. They never take me. I paid enough of petty dues. I put enough of shitty news. I had a thing for dirty shoes since I was 10. Love dirty men alike. Ooh, better day than yesterday. Ooh, I just take it day by day.
much hard to do Even all the feeling heavy, steady chasing you Beep, beep, why are you looking around? You lonely, I feel it coming down Like honey, do do you even know I'm alive Do do you even know I, I Maybe I should pray a little Even though I'm alive, do do you even know I? I do do you even though I? I.